The state of California recently conceded that its policy of keeping prisoners in isolation demanded an overhaul. Now, can we overhaul our system of isolating our prisons? As the prison activists and lawyers who forced California to change made clear, human beings are social animals. Isolation breaks spirits and souls and minds. Well, so too, isolating our prisons from the centers of our body politics breaks our society's connection to that institution, an institution our societies have created. As MacArthur Genius Award-winning public defender Brian Stevenson writes, he was already a lawyer before he first met a death row inmate. The fight against social segregation stopped too soon, he says. We came to accept that isolation and segregation were wrong for homes and schools, but we caught our prisoners off to the most remote places we can find. We're still at it. As Brian Stevenson's grandmother, the daughter of slaves, told him, you can't understand the most important things in life from a distance. You have to get close. Well, at this point, the state of New York's incarceration systems, less about justice than about distributing public money from downstate to up, it's a development scheme. But the social cost of this removal in this state and many others is measured in the invisibility of people in prison, invisible from our consciousness. Changing the status quo sometimes seems impossible, but it's made more so by how intangible it is. When the people caught up in it, both prisoners and staff, rarely actually talk to us. We, the voters, who permit this mass incarceration system to continue. When we sentence offenders, what we assume is that everyone in the community is a victim of the crime. Hence all that talk about the state versus Jane Doe and the people versus etc. Well, how about we be consistent? 2.3 million in prison, 6 million people on probation and parole. We're shooting, gassing, hanging, electrocuting and poisoning hundreds of people and keeping more languishing on death row. We're the only country in the world that locks up kids in isolation. We make terrible mistakes, first and foremost permitting race, poverty and illness to lead to death or lock up for life. Proximity could change this. As Stevenson's grandmother said, we need to break ourselves, not just our prisoners, out of isolation. You can watch my interview with Brian Stevenson, author of Just Mercy, this week on The Laura Flanders Show, on KCET, Link TV, and Telesur, and find all my interviews and reports at our website, lauraflanders.com. Write to me, tell me what you think, laura at lauraflanders.com. Thanks.